Hey everyone, welcome to the industry show. I'm your host Nitin Bajaj and joining us today all the way from Moscow, Russia is Svetlana. Svetlana, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a me. pleasure to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for making the, the drive here. Thank you. Not literally from Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell us about you. Where were you born? Where did you go to school? So, um, I was born in Moscow, Russia. Yeah. 1991. Um, it's the city where I grew up in, went to school. Most of my friends are from Moscow, my childhood friends, friends from school, from college. And um, I, I was born to a mixed family. So my mom is Russian and my dad was from India. He was never either one. Yeah, so I'm half Russian, half South Indian. But I grew up in Moscow and uh, I guess it kind of shaped me in a kind of diverse way, I would say. Because I was like surrounded by Russian culture right. and the mainstream pop media culture, mm -hmm. like you know the Hollywood films. Right. But at the same time, there was like Bollywood playing at home yes. and Hollywood and all of that. So I kind of had this multicultural impact on me since my, my first days, right. and uh, I think it's one of the reasons that. Oh. Oh, okay, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the reasons that uh, kind of shaped my mindset and um, mm -hmm. this is why whenever people ask me are you Russian or are you Indian right. you know I don't have an answer I'm both. Yeah. I'm both, and uh, I'm like a citizen of the world. Right. You know because in the true sense. Yeah. yeah. You know we're all human beings. Yeah. So growing up, uh, obviously you're listening to different kinds of music. Did you ever, or do you speak any? Uh, different languages? I mean, you speak English, obviously, I'm guessing you also speak Russian. Uh, what other languages do you speak or understand? Yeah, so uh, our family language is Russian. Right. Uh, even though my dad was Indian, he mm -hmm. also spoke Russian fluently mm -hmm. because he studied yes. in Moscow. And um, so whenever we communicate in our family, it's always Russian. But uh, I've uh, learned English since mm -hmm. school, even like actually before I started school. Mm -hmm. I started learning English and then just with school and college I kind of kept on doing it and now it is the main language that I use in all of my right. artistic work. Yeah. yeah, and um, I also learned a little bit of German at, oh. at school, yeah. Um, I forgot most of it because <laughs> of, you know, <laughs> lack of practice. Yeah. yeah, but you know, if you put me into Germany uh, <laughs> and I will kinda, I'll figure <laughs> it out, you know, like I will still understand what they're talking about. I'll be able to read the, the labels and like yes. the menu and, you know, it to it survive. It comes back, yeah. Yeah, it comes back really quickly, just like two, three months right. and, and you're there. And a kind of similar situation is with Hindi. Mm -hmm. So I didn't learn it at school, I didn't learn it at home because mm -hmm. dad was South Indian, so right. he spoke Telugu. Yes, he knew Hindi. Hindi, but he didn't really like speak, use it much. Use yeah. It much. yeah. So, um, and I don't speak Tel Telugu because okay. he was pretty busy. He mm -hmm. used to work a lot and he didn't have time to teach us the yeah. language. So <laughs> we really st stick to Russian. And um, I learned Hindi a little bit with, my, mm -hmm. uh, with a tutor. And especially and, uh, with Kathak, there are some some element of if you speak the language it helps a bit it helps a lot yes yeah. so once i learned the basics mm -hmm. i basically help myself to you know spend less time mm -hmm. on translating the right. hindi into english and of lyrics of yeah. each song you right. know i still have to do that but at this point it's kind of like 
when I hear the song, you I get, get, the, mood I get and the, yeah. the most of it, yeah. the meaning of the most of it. But still, you know, when you choreograph a piece, you really want to be very specific. Every word, you want to yeah. make sure you're, you don't mess up the meaning right. of the song. So yes. I look it up and then I'm like, okay, now, 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 mm -hmm. now I know what we're doing, right. what's happening, what's the story, what's the emotion, what's the feeling that we want right. to transcend to the, uh, to the audience. Right. So, yeah. So you travel a lot, right? What's your favorite city? <laughs> um, I have three favorite cities. Okay. <laughs> so I really love LA. Mm -hmm. LA and New York are two of my most favorite cities when it comes to not just traveling mm -hmm. to visit and leave, but yeah. as in to live there, to mm -hmm. work there, the kind of environment, the artistic community over there, right. the dance community, all of that, the crazy big city life, yeah. which and is a lot of culture. Right? A lot of culture, which yeah. is something so dear to me. Mm -hmm. Because I come from Moscow, which yeah, is like a huge megapolis yeah. with all of the cultural mm -hmm. stuff going on. And uh, and the third favorite city is Rome. Oh, Rome, interesting. Italy. Yes. I wouldn't be able to live there, unfortunately, but <laughs> it's just like my favorite getaway kind of vacation. One-way ticket. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> unlike LA and New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like so you just enjoy being there. Right. There's this certain type of atmosphere that uh, to me n not... There's no other place like Rome. Agreed. Yeah. Any favorite song? Um, More than three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really big fan of uh, Sanjay Lila Bansali's music. Yes. So yeah. most of the songs, like really most mm -hmm. of the, I, I would say all of his songs are my favorite. Um, Ayat yeah. from Bajira Mastani. Mm -hmm. Kaya Chedmoe from yeah. Devdas, Mardala, Dolare Dola, all nice. of it, Ajibadat, um, Lalishk. There are very so expressive, many songs. Very yeah. expressive, very yeah. expressive. Because, because it's like a perfect combination of the music, mm -hmm. the rhythm, different patterns right. in the song. It's not yeah. flat, it's very like, mm -hmm. you know, um, the, the, the lyrics, like the feeling right. very that it gets. Yeah. You cannot, even if you don't speak a word of Hindi, right. you will still feel what yes. they are trying to tell you. And I think that's important when it comes to like real art. Mm -hmm. It transcends the borders of any, you know, geographical True. borders, language, religion, yeah. background, Indian, Russian, American. Yeah. And he's very uh, uh, expressive in that sense, right? Oh he yeah. has a, he's a visionary. I and agree. he can encapsulate all of those things. There's a lot going on, but there's that streak of emotion that goes through his music and, and his movies. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, going back to Russia, you're, like you said, you're in the mix of all of these different cultures. How did you get introduced to Kathak uh, specifically? Because your father was South Indian and this is North Indian. Yeah. So how did that uh, <laughs> interesting uh, experience happen? So that's an interesting story. I started off at the age of nine, mm -hmm. probably nine or ten. Uh, that was when my both my parents took me to the Indian Cultural Center by the embassy mm -hmm. in Moscow. And that's where they taught Kathak, Tabla, Hindi, Yoga, all of that stuff. Okay. And um, they just brought me to a Kathak class. And okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's, what's mm -hmm. going to happen. So I've stayed there for two years. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. <laughs> I have to be honest, I I didn't like it at the beginning. I was this little girl who was like hearing forced into, forced into that. And I was like, what is all this about? You know, so much footwork, so less like variations of what is, what is happening. So I quit. 
Wow. After that, my dad didn't give up. <laughs> he took me to a Kuchipuri dance class. Wow. Again, in the same uh, cultural, cultural center. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've been there for um, two, three months, I think, mm -hmm. two, three, maybe four months. But then again, after that time, I was like, I'm not really like <laughs> feeling this stuff. I don't know, I was a kid. I don't really yeah. didn't really care much right. about emotions, but you know, you still subconsciously know if this is right. like yours or it's like right. not really. So um, then I quit, but my parents again didn't give up. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad found the lady that has become my lifelong Guruji. Yeah. She is Russian. Her name mm -hmm. is uh, Ekaterina Yurimna Silivarstva. Yeah. Uh, my Indian colleagues call her Katyaji. Okay. <laughs> it's a short for her yeah. complicated right. Russian name. <laughs> yeah, so she has trained, she's, she has been trained in Katak from uh, National Institute of Katak, mm -hmm. Katakendra in right. Delhi. Uh, her guru was uh, Urmila Nagarji, mm -hmm. uh, Jaipur Gharana of Katak. Mm -hmm. So after she graduated from that, she came back to Moscow and started her um, dance school. And mm -hmm. I've been with her since like the last 15 years maybe. Wow. Yeah, and she is someone who has been my teacher, my guru, my mentor, everything I am today over to in her. Katak, yeah. I owe it to her. And uh, it's hard to describe how much grateful I am. It's just, I think it shows in my, uh, I hope it shows in my <laughs> dance. In and I work, try yeah. to mention her name whenever I can. That's it's awesome. Yeah. So when you were going to Katak, uh, living in Moscow, were there other dance forms you were more attracted to than Kathak? Um, I haven't really tried many of the dance forms. Um, I've always been into uh, hip-hop music. That's really loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been really a big fan of hip-hop music okay. and R&B and like all of that. So I thought that maybe I should, you know, try and pursue that yeah. field. but. My parents took over before <laughs> I did anything, <laughs> and uh, honestly, I'm grateful to them. Yeah. You know, because if it wasn't for them, and their persistence, yeah, their persistence, yeah, both my mom and my dad, because they were like really big fans of classical Indian mm -hmm. songs, movies, uh, like literature, architecture, like everything basically. And um, I think their love towards this culture mm -hmm. has uh, it's Helped like now you, reflecting yeah. in what I'm doing. <coughs> was there influence of, I have to ask you this because Raj Kapoor was really big in, and it probably is in Russia. Yeah. So was there some influence of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would so say... So he's still popular? It was, it, he's still popular. Wow, that's amazing. Raj Kapoor is a name that every single person in Russia knows and we, we owe this to the Soviet Union because yes. at that time there was like this huge cultural cooperation mm -hmm. between the... Um, ministries of culture, right. I guess, of yeah. Soviet Union and uh, India, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of films were there, a lot of Bollywood actors and film directors would come for all these film festivals yeah. and screenings. There was so much going on, and um, for some reason, the, fil the films created by Raj Kapoor, they were like trans, like multi, I don't know, <laughs> anybody could connect to them. Right. People would really like, like actually love them, you know, mm -hmm. not just like the film, but like love them. And um, it's the same today. If you ask people of the older generation, they would say that, yeah, India, okay, India is Raj Kapoor, we know yes, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, you were learning Kathak and um, you're kind of doing your part-time gigs and, and you had a, what I would call a regular job, right? Um, at what moment did you decide that Kathak was going to become your career or, you know, that's what you were going to do the rest of your life? 
Um, yeah, I've been before I became a full-time dancer. I've had an office job. Mm-hmm. The office job was a uh, human resources field. Yeah. I was um, like a consultant mm-hmm. working for a little boutique headhunting firm. Mm-hmm. And my job was to interview people and see if they can apply yeah. for a certain job. And uh, it was a nice job because I got to meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I got to explore different fields. But, you know, at some point I felt that this is interesting. This is nice, but it doesn't really like if I ask myself, was I happy? Mm-hmm. No. The answer is no. I was not happy. I was like, okay, I'm doing what I'm supposed by, yeah. to. Yeah, I'm like earning money. I'm like buying stuff, but I don't have time for my mm-hmm. family, for my friends, for I have less time for my dance. And I right. felt that this was like, this didn't feel right. So at some point, um, it was, I remember it was May 2015, mm-hmm. which is like exactly four right. years ago, yeah. was when I quit my job. And I went to India for three months wow. <laughs> to figure out what am I going to do with my life now because I couldn't live as an office worker Did you know anymore. anyone in India at that point? Well, I had my relatives in Hyderabad, <laughs> but <laughs> I went to Mumbai. <laughs> 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 and uh, at that point, I did a bunch of TV sh- I tried in a bunch of reality dance shows. I tried in a Bollywood film. I tried like so many things and I met a lot of dancers at that point. And this is all you trying directly? Nothing worked l- out. Wow. I was like, nothing worked out. And, it, and every time, it was like, they tell to your face that, you know, you're brilliant, you're very talented, blah, 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 but you're going to make it. And then nothing happens or they cut you out of the streaming or they never let you film for what they told you you're going to film for wow. and or they you don't make it to the final cut or things like that so, so no <laughs> professionalism in general yeah. yeah so i thought okay even though i got rejected so many times you know i i still i'm still grateful for that period because it was the really it was really that time when i realized that i still want to be doing dance full time this mm-hmm. is something that so much a part of me by now that I there's no way I'm gonna live without it so I'm gonna figure it out one way or another so y- your, your persistence comes from your parents <laughs> I suppose <laughs> I guess so I was a little I was a stubborn little girl <laughs> e- girl ever since I was a kid but I guess nothing has changed <laughs> since then it kind of helps it kind of helps yeah. because when you know what you love and you know that what you love makes other people happy, happy yes why you gotta you figure it yeah. out. You gotta figure out how do you do that. How right. do you make this as a career choice? You know, and um, I never looked back. So, what was the transition point? When did you realize that? You know, so you had such, I would say, a bad experience over several months. Uh, one, what gave you the persistence? You know, there has to be some hope, right? <laughs> uh, and then at what point did you realize that yes it is working it's worth keep going in and and doing this well i think getting my first uh, like uh, international gig mm-hmm. was a uh, like a something that really changed my mind mm-hmm. towards this uh surprisingly it was china wow a place where there's no youtube no yeah. <laughs> no basically social media that we're all used to and all of my videos i put out, out, out there and they were the first one to discover me and to bring me over for a big like indian dance festival That's really for a performance for like it was like a huge like two week event wow. with like lots of people coming and attending it's like huge show and i was like okay <laughs> that's interesting so f- 
starting from there, I guess it was a word of mouth mostly because oh. other festival organizers and like other people started seeing and inviting and slowly, <laughs> slowly build up to a point where I was like touring all year wow. round, like <laughs> nice. every week a new city or a new country. I was like, really? I never thought that this this could work. something yeah. which was like my hobby as a kid would bring me like all over the world and just like it's incredible that's amazing <laughs> well i mean you s make it sound like it just happened there's a lot of hard work that <laughs> went into it right of course so when you flew out to india to getting this uh, gig in china what was that how long was that in between phase uh, s a couple of months okay a that's couple pretty of quick months, yeah okay. so i think i I spent the summer in India, like June, July, August, mm -hmm. and then in about November, I think I got my first like gig okay. outside of Russia, like in India, right. which is like I consider it, like international. Yes. yes. So that was a big deal for me, and then I thought, okay, if people are really like interested in mm -hmm. seeing more of what I do, then I should keep on doing and see where it brings me. It was very scary. I can imagine. <laughs> very yeah. risky. No backup. No plan B. Um, no nothing, no team, yeah. just me out there doing things so and hoping that it's going to work out and luckily, thank God, it did work out. <laughs> so, you know, there was a, a tragedy in your family. You lost your dad, unfortunately, and uh, unexpectedly when you were 13. Uh, how did that influence what you did? I mean, I would imagine, uh, you know, at that stage, you most people will turn away and say, I'm not going to take a risk, right? I'm going to stay home, stay safe. Uh, how how did you go about and what role did he play in helping you make this your career? Um, that's a good question. I mean, um, when he passed, uh, it was devastating for our family because he was the only one. Mm -hmm to provide for the family right. and he was our only support and and then we were all so young mm -hmm. you know and uh, like we didn't have any um, guaranteed way to make it right. you know um, and then um <coughs> the reason why we didn't give up was because you know it's having a tragedy like that is a terrible thing and i would never ever wish that this happens to anyone mm -hmm. that I know uh, but it kind of kept our family together you know and it really strength strengthened up our relationships and uh, mm -hmm. we became like a team right. so everybody started doing a little bit of working this right. and that to help mm -hmm. each other and to survive and uh, for me what it did is not only did we connect deeper as a family mm -hmm. but we also went like I thought, okay, if I if I quit dance, that I would kind of disappoint him, disappoint and kind of betray, yeah. you know, what he saw in me, um, and I couldn't imagine doing that. So I thought, okay, I'll just I'm just gonna stick to doing that, and um, there's no way I'm gonna give it up, especially after he was no more. Right. Because I remember he used to. <laughs> He used to watch my videos, my very early videos, which were horrible, <laughs> like no expressions, <laughs> just like this little girl doing some steps and Something, he would yeah. watch it on repeat, like day <laughs> and night. I was like, why? I cannot even watch this. This is like horrible. He's like, 
<laughs> go away. <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> you know, I think he was happy to see his little girl just like doing some Performing Indian it, cultural yeah. thing. And um, I thought it was important to, kep- to keep it. I'm not even sure I realized that fully at, mm-hmm. that, at that age, but n- now I do. And uh, it's like the foundational thing for me. It's like yeah. another reason why I keep doing mm-hmm. this. Not only because apparently it makes some people smile, right. but it also hopefully makes my dad smile. Did, did you ever talk about or did he expect, if you know, uh, because you were so young, uh, did he expect you to do this full time? Was this? He never told me that. He would just support me and just, you know, he would would stay outside whenever I had the class. He would Mm -hmm. just stay outside and watch sometimes (laughs) like in the window, (laughs) you know, and he would like really support that. Um, But I don't know if he wanted me to be a full-time artist or not. I just knew that he wanted me to know where I come from, you know, what my roots are and to embrace that instead of Mm -hmm. just saying, oh, I'm Russian. I don't care about my background. You know, I think that's what was his, like his thought behind putting me into the class in the first place. So when you chose to become, uh, take this on as your career, you also made the choice to become an entrepreneur. Did that scare you in any way? Because <laughs> we just talked about, you know, there's so many things that yeah. you get involved with. So did that scare you from, you know, this is my passion and my hobby and it's going to take me away from that and make it work? Uh, were you ever concerned about that? Yeah, it was very scary. I mean, <laughs> you give up a job that you've been doing for five years full time, which right. would pay your bills, pay for a lot of things and make you feel secure and yeah. you could predict your income and things like that. And mm-hmm. then you just kind of, Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to just jump off the cliff and see if I have wings. Um, Which so you do, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> well, thank God it worked out, but it was like re- incredibly scary. And then again, people say pe- most people don't really feel that dance is a career. Right. You can make a career out of dance. People think, oh, you're a dancer. Oh, okay. Maybe you do it on the side. Yeah, yeah. like whatever. But, you know... Dancerpreneurship mm-hmm. is something which inc- includes not only dancing but choreographing, yes. getting figuring out the costumes, mm-hmm. the hair and makeup, yeah. getting the studio for rehearsals, mm-hmm. getting the dancers, training them, figuring out like how are you gonna pay your bills because the bills are not going anywhere. Yeah, you left right. your job, but the bills are still there and your life is still going. And what are you gonna do? So you figure out all the paperwork, you figure out where do you get new clients, you do all the sales, right. like, like as a, as a yes. because what is entrepreneurship right. basically? Selling exactly. your business all the yep. time, talking to people and networking. Right. And um, social media helps a lot. Yep. That is another job, basically a full-time Ma- job. Maintaining it. Maintaining manage, yeah. social media, because at the beginning it was like a little bit of following here and there, some messages, some comments. Now it's ridiculous. You have to sit <laughs> all day, literally answering to the inbox because there's so many things going on and so many people see the videos. And the more popular it gets, the more it... Yeah, and it only gets more <laughs> and more and you're like, oh my God, like I'm spending so much time on this and I have so little left for the actual for practice, right. you know? Yeah. So I guess uh, eventually I will get a team to... <laughs> Take care of all that. Team of people that, yeah. who feel the, the passion for Indian culture and feel the need to 
you know, take it out there and mm -hmm. show it to as many people as possible. So, um, and you're doing a great job. So, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> is most of the work that you do? I mean, we we kind of talked about it and touched upon it a bit. Uh, so, social media has been uh, pretty big in in getting the word of mouth out there for you and getting you uh, these connections with other folks. Uh, what else do you do to, you know, get some of these performances in play you do workshops and, and other things so do you have an agent in place and, and you know talk to us from a perspective of someone else wanting to get into this uh, line of work uh, what should they be thinking about right? yeah so uh, I do not have an agent but what mm -hmm. I do have is whenever I get um, a local gig in mm -hmm. different city or a different country there is always a local local person or a company who is That's handling the yeah. like the technicalities like the right. logistics mm -hmm. the bookings the financials like the paperwork like some of the stuff mm -hmm. um, of course I get help with that right. uh, but it's only locally so until you get there you figure it out on your own how you're gonna travel and get your costumes <laughs> and dancers and everything put everything together where you're gonna rehearse because if it's a big show like we did like one and a half hour program yeah you gotta prepare for that. Yes. You gotta rehearse yes. for like at least Every eight, single minute. Yeah. eight hours a day, yes. seven days a week at least. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> where all your dancers are based. In my case, it was in Ludhiana, Punjab. Wow. <laughs> which is like eight hours by car from Delhi. Yes. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it, it's all worth it, and it's all uh, it's all working out wonderfully. So just just having a passion for dance is not enough. <laughs> you have to be so much in love with what you do yes. that you have to sacrifice a lot of other yes. things, basically. True. Sleep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sleep deprivation is the real thing, guys. Yeah. Food, <laughs> like something else. You, you're see, when you are when you have an office job, you usually focus on that mm -hmm. during your working hours and then once it's done, you have a weekend and you're fully relaxing. Yeah. When you're an entrepreneur, there's no such thing. There's no such I don't thing. have a day off or yeah. a weekend or a holiday. I work like 24-7. Every day is the every same. Every day is the work day. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's um, a different state of mind. You have to be prepared yes. for a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, back to India, we were talking about Ludhiana. You also ended up in a movie, and there was just a few, you know, big names, yeah. <laughs> right? Imtiaz Ali, Ranbir Kapoor, Deepika. Uh, in about a minute or so, tell us about that experience of yours. <laughs> so when I just left my job um, and I moved to India, not moved, I went to India for a couple of months. That was the time when I uh, reconnected to Imtiaz Ali, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I met his uh, company. In, in their office and they came to the meeting with a script and they said here's your role go prepare <laughs> I'm like <laughs> what is happening I didn't even like I didn't know you were filming something I was just like saying hi yeah. you know so uh, I apparently I got this role of Sita of mm -hmm. Ramayana in this movie Tamasha uh, it got released in 2016 I think or yeah. 2017 yeah and um, it was a very beautiful experience we filmed in Mumbai for a week in, mm -hmm. in the studio with uh, I had a scene I had two scenes with Ranbir and mm -hmm. uh, Deepika was there on set every day and uh, it was a very uh, a very beautiful learning experience uh, eventually all of the cuts didn't make it mm -hmm. all of the scenes didn't make it to the final cut but um, I think what it gave me is the 
uh, another reason to believe in myself, right. another right. reason to keep on working and yeah. working real hard. Mm -hmm. I know that this kind of stuff happens even yes. to very big actors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you just gotta believe in yourself and not give up. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about, you know, if you haven't lost count of this yet, how many performances have you done to date? Oh, <laughs> 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 I wish I knew. I have to count, but it's hundreds, few I would hundreds, say. A yeah. few hundreds, yeah, yeah, because starting from the first performance when I was like, what, 11 years old? Yeah. And until now, 16 years of performing and traveling. And then before performing professionally, I would do it just for, you know, just Holy Mela, yeah. Diwali right. Mela in <laughs> Moscow, and some competitions, like lots of competitions in Russia and Ukraine, and uh, all of that stuff. So yeah, a couple of hundreds. This, <laughs> since you mentioned that, we should, we should talk about this for a sec. Uh, so you were uh, what a semi-finalist on Russia's Got Talent and Ukraine's Got Talent. Yes. Uh, and then you <laughs> did a few competitions even in India, and you yes. made it through the rounds. So these are, I'm guessing, very, very highly competitive. Uh, I mean, <laughs> talking <They> about <laughs> hours of work a day and... They are unbelievably competitive. There were like tens of thousands of people auditioning mm -hmm. for each of these shows, and somehow... I got selected and some, the one we did in India with mm -hmm. Kumar, yeah. Kumar Sharma, yeah. my dance partner from Udayana Punjab. Who's also very popular. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, we did this as a duo, it was Dance Plus season three, mm -hmm. Dance Plus Egg Level right. Up and um, <laughs> it was a fun experience. We did a Katak fusion performance uh, for the first round, for the second round and then eventually uh, we got a lot of shows after right. that. Like a lot of uh, people saw th those videos mm -hmm. and they really loved it, and they—that's the reason why we, yeah. yeah, that's why we kept traveling so much right. together, doing shows like in Europe and Asia and North America, mm -hmm. like all over the place. Yeah. So you do a lot of covers, right? And so if you think about uh, five to seven years from now, where do you see yourself uh, doing more covers, doing some, uh, uh, you know, original performances? Uh, or doing maybe like a, uh, a Broadway kind of a show. What's what's the vision uh, three, five, seven years down the line? I would say that uh, the um, ultimate dream would be to merge the world of dance with the world of cinema. Mm -hmm. I believe that Kathak as a art form is something that really most people are not familiar with and most people haven't heard of it. Mm -hmm. And I think I would do everything I can in the next five, seven, mm -hmm. etc. Yeah. years <laughs> to try to bring those two together in the most right, in the right way, in a mm -hmm. way that respects the traditions of this of this ancient art form, but also in a way that would make wider audiences connect to that. So I think that is my uh, main like focus. What are you most excited about in life right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a blessing to be able to travel so yes. much. I mean, every week I travel somewhere. This is not a joke. And <laughs> 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 like, it, it really like, drains you out, actually. Yes. But at the same time, it gives you so much excitement and so much happiness to see people of all kinds of backgrounds just wanting to mm -hmm. learn some something about Indian culture and me being the kind of the like a kind of ambassador to sharing yeah. that art with people. I think this is something that makes me the happiest person on earth. That's <laughs> awesome. Any upcoming shows that we should know of? Well, right now I'm 
you know, like a little bit of a tour, I would say, yeah. in North America. Yes. I'm doing a show in Dallas next weekend, okay. and then I'm doing something in New York City, mm -hmm. and then I'm doing something out here in California, in Orange County. Oh, nice. Uh, performances, classes, collaborations, um, a lot of interesting things happening. Uh, after that, we're going to be touring South Africa with wow. Kumar. Nice. And, um, then Europe, like Germany, Belgium. So it's like a lot of things going on. <laughs> you stay busy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of stay busy. I'm really happy and thank God that this is working out this way. Really no, you're happy. doing amazing work. You're bringing thank you. not just the Indian <laughs> culture, but uh, you know, an art a performance to to a lot of the, the young generation. And uh, looking at you and the success you brought, uh, it gives a lot of the people out there hope that they can choose this as a career option, especially with, with Indian culture, that has never been the case. So kudos to you. Congratulations. <laughs> thank and you so much. <laughs> thank you for being with us. This was amazing. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, everyone. We'll <laughs> see you next time. Bye. Bye.